Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. I am your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we're on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. And today, helping us with that mission is a lovely, lovely queen, Kelsey J. Patel. She is an LA based certified Reiki master, motivational speaker, and meditation teacher, specializing in EFT, which we all love. She is the author of Burning Bright and the host of Magic Vibes podcast. And her calling and mission in life is to help people stand in their truth, release old patterns, and begin leading authentic and fulfilling lives. And it all starts with the choice to simply show up. I mean, it, it is such a simple concept. So thank you, Kelsey, for being here. I am so excited to be here with you. I am so pumped about this podcast as well. So kudos and all the love and magic your way for this amazing show. Oh, I just love your vibes already. <laughs> We're going to share what we're most excited about today. So I had a little staycation. I was actually telling Kelsey about this um, this week. I hosted a retreat actually Monday and Tuesday for some of my top clients. I'm actually, I also shout out, I retired from high level coaching as of this week. So celebrating that. Yes. Um, yes. I'm like more time for me. Um, and so I had, we had a little staycation, but today I'm like back to my routines, hopped on the Peloton. I still taste blood, but it was... <laughs> As one does, as one does after four days of drinking wine and eating all the food, all the carbs. Um, but yeah, so today I just like, my husband was golfing this morning. So I got to just like leisurely wake up and like take the dog for a walk. And I was just like, had a bath and it was amazing. So, and the best part of it is, is that I keep thinking it's Monday, but it's Friday. I know the week may the may the journey of easing into the morning continue exactly. into your weekend, boo. Hundred percent. Okay, what are you most excited about today? I mean, I'm sure this is going to air afterwards, but I'm feeling really excited about the full moon, the blue moon of October, and which is tomorrow. And I'm feeling very vibey about change. You know, we have the big election, obviously, in the U.S., but. I'm kind of just here for it, you know, in the sense that I'm, I'm excited that we have all been really brought to our knees in some yeah. form, mm -hmm. in some capacity this year. Um, and I really mean beyond the political spectrum, yeah. beyond what people vote for and believe in their hearts, like that's to each of us. And we have every single right to have our beliefs and our opinions. And I so deeply honor that. Um, but I'm just, I'm here for the change. Like it's been, it's been a fucking rough year, but I'm, I, you know, on the good days and I'm like, yes, we need this change. We need the veil to be pulled back so we can see where, where, you know, the cobwebs are and where the rats have, have joined. And you know what I mean? Like we got to see it. And so, and it's like the journey that we go on spiritually as well is like, it's not just like butterflies and, and 
flowers every time you close your eyes and meditate it's like fucking dark in there sometimes (laughs) totally and so like is the is this blue moon I don't know much about it but it's landing in Scorpio right because we're leading into Scorpio yes so the little I'm not an astrologer by any means but I follow the astrology and one of my favorite things about this moon is yes it's the Scorpio vibe because we're in sort of that energy, but it's a full moon in Taurus actually in mm-hmm. the season of Scorpio. And what I know about this and one of my very best friends is, um, Christine is an incredible astrologer and she writes these little like seances of, of the vibe. And apparently this one is an incredible full moon for personal revolution <laughs> for breakthroughs. And it's definitely calling emotional change for every one. And I love it because she says, you know, the deepest work is usually the darkest. So there you go. (laughs) Shadow work guys. And that's the thing too. It's like, if we want that outside world, the political world, the like crazy structures that are happening in our world right now, if we want those to change. We got to change ourselves first. Yeah. We're all a mirror, right? Totally. Okay. Love that so much. So let's do a chakra shout out. I'm going to shout out, um, not necessarily someone specific, but I actually just ordered a bunch of stuff online to start sketching. Like I bought pencil crayons and like a sketch pad. Um, I even bought a sketch pad that has like little, I think they're called like cookies, like the little like, um, like fashion woman outline to like draw clothes on them. So cute. And like, so for no intention, like just for the intention of creativity. And usually I love to paint, but the cleanup is just too much. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So I'm like, okay, Okay, this I have like, I don't even want to say no excuses. Like I'm actually going to be super looking forward to it, but it's like less resistance, I would say around, you know, pulling it out and, uh, and getting creative for a bit. So I highly suggest getting into creativity in any which way guys, whether that's like even just going on Pinterest for a while, because and creating like a mood board. It's just when manifestations can't land unless we're in presence, which is, you know, when we're in creativity is so you're so present. So yeah, if you want the manifestations to land, start sketching. I love that. Even play, you know, I don't like to draw very much because I'm very critical and it sometimes look like my, you know, five-year-old goddaughter did it, (laughs) but I want to be able to do it. Like, God bless me with the hands to, to, but I don't really have that. So, but I, I, I got the color crayons and all the things and I also, but I, I also bought like a $200 little Casio piano or whatever it's called just to like play sound. And I think what you're vibing on is also just this notion of play. Like, because I, I personally think creativity can come with some, for me, at least it can come with some pressure of like, oh, I'm going to create and I must do something that it will be wanted to be seen forever. And (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, that's what my mind does at least. Yeah. I'm like mine. I don't think anyone is going to want to see my sketches. I'm going to have like, I'm going to just show you guys on Instagram anyways, but, um, but no, totally. I love that. And I love the word play. Okay. So there's actually a word and no one steal this idea, please. Because if I have a daughter, I'm going to name her this, but it's actually the Sanskrit word for play and it's Leela, like L-E-E. Oh, and I'm like, firstborn, that'll be her name. Um, Wait, how do you spell it? L-E-E-L-A. Beautiful. 
yeah. Um, so I love that concept and it's, um, and the Sanskrit word really is for like play, play and creativity and mm. grace and flow. And like, there's so many beautiful Sanskrit words that it takes like a full sentence to describe them in English, but they do it so well. It's the magic of language. Yes, it's beautiful. Okay, who do you want to shout out today? Who are, or what do you want to shout out today that's helping you on your journey? Well, today, what we were talking about earlier, my amazing friend, Megan Roop, I love her. I'm part of her app. I have meditations on there that, uh, that people use. And I've never actually, like, I've done her classes in person and I adore her as a human, but I've never really like woken up and like played a dance cardio video and as I was sharing with you, I had an unexpected evening of joy, which included wine and like every type of pasta imaginable <laughs> and like no gluten-free, no dairy-free, like everything full-fledged Italian. Yeah. And I woke up just feeling super bloated and groggy. And I was like, fuck this, I got to sweat. So I pulled up her like pop sugar class and I have a class on pop sugar too called Pure Joy. And I was like, I'm going to do my sister's class. And so I did it and I had the most fun. I was like talking back to her in the screen, like, yeah, I'm having fun, Megan. <laughs> uh, so that's my shout out today. Oh, I love that. What is her Instagram handle? It's at, I think it's just at Megan Roop. She has an app called the Sculpt Society mm. and she's a little magician of love okay. and she's so darling. And yeah, just at Megan Roop. Is it R-U-P-E? R-O-U-P. Oh, R-O-U-P. Okay, we will- Love you, Megan. Shout out. Okay, love. Um, okay, yeah, found her, done. Oh, damn, she is working it. She's, love it. She's working it, yeah. Love her already. Okay, amazing. So let's go into our slumber party questions. What is your morning ritual? Mm, I've got it down. Wake up. I really don't ever set an alarm clock. I've changed my life around so that I do not have to wake up to my phone. Um, it took years, but I'm there now. Um, and I wake up, I do some Reiki on myself in bed. I sort of gently say thank you to God and just ask my guides to be with me and sort of connect just again, it's a really lazy, like laying in bed, yeah. um, just super slow and delicious. I usually wait for my husband to come back in the room and give me like morning kisses, like a child to wake yeah. me up. Always. Um, always. I will text him sometimes and be like, hello now. Hello. I finish my morning ritual until you come kiss me. Yeah. Like I will not step off the bed until you yeah. give me kisses. <laughs> like so annoying and so needy um and then but then and really it's about for me sort of like connecting to how I'm how I'm awake and aware that day and I'll just ask myself like what's what's really important for me today and it could be as simple as like you know just enjoy the day Kels it could be as simple as yesterday's was voting that's my number one priority and I did it and it was like goal done. You know, I try not to set up too many things um, other than what really my heart feels. Yeah. And then I lemon water, no, sorry, coconut oil pulling. I don't do the 20 minutes. I do oh, like yeah. five minutes and I get a nice, like I hawk a nice little loogie and, I'm complete. <laughs> and then uh, lemon water and then coffee with primal kitchen chocolate collagen. Ooh. Yeah. And then I usually splash cold water on my face uh, when I get out of bed and do a couple sprays of um, like witch hazel with rose water. It just really opens and brightens my face. Yes. I love like a morning mist. 
yeah, it's a morning mist. It's just like, yes. welcome to today, Kelsey. Yes, totally. Okay. No pressure. Yeah. So many things and so graceful. Yeah, I try, you know, I'm 39 now. So it's taken me many years of non-graceful to get to graceful. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I know. I always say I'm like, the reason I do all this, you guys, is because I'm crazy without it. Like, it's not like yeah. I'm, I'm perfect and I'm just like came up with this stuff. It's like, I've needed this for so long and I keep layering more stuff in. Amen. You know, the more I want to show up, the more I need to add in. So, yeah. Um, oh, I love that statement. Yes. Yes. Oh, I just, I mean, I made it up on the spot. My need to touch. Good. I mean, quote that shit. (laughs) Quote that shit. Um, So good. Okay. What is your favorite crystal of the moment? Rose quartz all day, every day. I was going to say, I can just, your heart is so, your heart chakra is so open. Yeah, (laughs) she is. I feel her. I feel her. She's just beaming love to you and everybody listening. She is. She is. I can feel it. I, that it's truly, I can, like, my heart chakra is like, yeah, I get this girl. I'm yeah, here. well, I'm going to open that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually just bought, like, a heart chakra singing bowl. And I'm, mm. like, similar to what you were saying. Like, I don't know how to play. I don't know if I'm doing it right. But I'm just, like, whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it with intention and uh, opening that shit up. Oh, I love that. Yes. Okay. What is a seasonal pleasure that you're indulging in this autumn? Like for me, it's eggnog. Mm, I love a good eggnog. Um, what is my seasonal pleasure? You know what it is? We've started incorporating, this is going to sound so ridiculous. Uh, this bitch is talking about gluten free <laughs> and gluten when there's like a major election going on. Uh, I would say We've actually started incorporating, it's going to sound so simple, but it's brought so much joy to our home, like a loaf of sourdough bread (laughs) into our home. So good. Every week, our kids love it. We love it. And it's, we were really, we've been for a long time, we've been pretty gluten-free in the home. Like if we eat out, we eat whatever, but we usually try to be pretty gluten-free, dairy-free. And we've brought in, you know, like a good quality. I was getting it at the farmer's market and now I buy it at the market. Just a really good quality bread or if we can we'll have like a a homemade one um but that has just a loaf of delicious bread has brought so much joy gluten and sourdough so I don't know if it's gluten but I don't think it's also gluten free I'm not quite sure yeah okay Okay. I think it's like maybe yeah I don't know I think it's yeast for yeast I think yeah yeah yeah, that's why that's one that I can have because it's yeast ah nice okay so maybe we are doing it and we don't even know it maybe (laughs) who knows winning Um, winning um okay what is your sun your moon and your rising Yes. Okay. Sun is Gemini. Um, Rising is the Virgo and moon, which is why I can probably be my little sensitive queried self is uh, cancer, cancer moon. Oh, I love your combo. Yeah. It's pretty magical. I'm pretty, I'm pretty set on it. (laughs) I'll take it. Well, it's like (laughs) it. Okay. Amazing. Let's talk about you and all the things you do. I want to know about your spiritual awakening and at what point you knew that sharing your spirituality and, you know, your journey with the world was your life's work. You know, I think I'm still figuring that out. I have, you know, I still have those days where I'm like, I have no purpose. I have no life. I have no reason to be here. I'm not worthy. And then I have other really great days that I'm like, this is everything. Thank you, God. I'm so grateful to be here and serve you. Um, so, you know, it fluctuates. <laughs> um, 
and I don't know if I ever had, like, I didn't have the, like falling to my knees per se. And then like showing up to some like trans meditation the next day and like finding my journey. It was certainly a long, slow process. And I'm, I really obviously needed that, you know? Um, And I'm kind of one of those people where the minute I start to become aware of something and it's helping me in some form, or I'm receiving some, some, some healing or some unusual insights that haven't been there before, I want to share it. Like for me, it's that quick, you know, is if I'm starting to learn about something, I want other people to know about it. Sometimes they already knew about it. And I'm like, cool, thanks for not telling me. And then other times I'm just, I feel called that, you know, I think that's really what we're all here for to some degree is to be that helping hand for one another to grow and then show other people so that they know it's possible and available for them too. And my story was really about physical and emotional pain that was completely, um, completely just not giving any attention. I was running away from myself and causing more physical pain. So that's how it started was with physical pain that I was desperate and destitute to not feel anymore. Um, and then it just became a very slow process of peeling back the layers of the onion. Mm, I love that. And I want to talk a bit about burning bright because Mm, these days, some of us feel a little dull. So what does burning bright look and feel like, and how can we use this concept to really embody that version of us right now? Yeah. Thank you for asking that. So Well, obviously, you know, I wrote a book called Burning Bright, and it came out in April of the pandemic. (laughs) Um, I don't even know if 2020 is going to get to have its own year. It's going to be like the year of the pandemic. Yes. Um, Or as a friend of mine said, the year of the awakening, which is a much nicer spin. Yeah. Totally what it is. Like, yeah. We're, I mean, even so many people that had no spiritual inclination, like people in my family or, you know, that you just never thought we're going to start doing the inner work. It's like, it's really forced people to have to. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, my Reiki trainings, I was like always wanting to do virtual Reiki certifications and just never quite did it. Cause I didn't know how, you know, I hadn't really heard of anybody else in the Reiki community doing it. And I was yeah. nervous to be the first and And I don't know if I am the first even, but just for me to put it out and then 2020 came along and it was like, well, you kind of have to do it now if you want to keep teaching and sharing this practice. And I did and every single one has been sold out and we've had more this year than I've ever probably taught in a year, Um, which is remarkable to me, you know, because I'm able to teach people in Denmark and Australia, you know, just like if you speak English, I've got you. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, it's such a beautiful energy to share and exchange with people all over the world and all over the U S of course, too. So, you know, what was the question? Yeah, I know <laughs> we went on a tangent. There, but, um, so yeah, so the book is called burning bright, how right? We, like what is burning bright and how can we do it even when it feels hard, like with everything going on in the world today? Yeah. So burning bright, the concept is all about, you know, really the book when I wrote it was about talking really candidly and vulnerably about burnout Mm -hmm. and about how we were all sort of on this path that is not sustainable for the long term. And this was again, before anything that has happened now happened. 
So that was sort of the intention is how to, how can you use these different practices and daily rituals and little micro, I call them like these micro moments every day that will create your macro life experience. And so that's really what the book and, and it has so many beautiful gifts and tools and, and just thoughts and stories and my personal story, but also stories of other humans to be like, oh shit, I'm not alone. Like other people do struggle with this. Yeah. And that was the concept behind Burning Bright as a book was really to help alleviate burnout. And the way I see it now in in what everyone's going through and sort of this never ending marathon that we keep thinking there's the finish line. And then we're told like, oh, you're just getting started on the next marathon. And you know, I feel like if there's ever a time where we have to give ourselves permission, radical permission to really start to see how we feel every day and how our life feels every day, to me, burning bright is not about every day is going to be glorious and you're going to be like a five-star day. It's about noticing what your, your source is that day and like being willing to be just that number. If you're having a one-star day, like be a hundred percent a one-star, you know, like don't try to be a five-star day when you're having a one-star day because part of the human condition is suffering. So we're going to suffer and we're going to have bad days. It's, they're not all going to be just lit with joy and, and fun and laughter and peace. Sometimes it's hormonal. Sometimes it's emotional. Sometimes it's universal. You know, it's not, and I think we've, become so obsessive in America and probably in a lot of the West with this concept of joy and happiness. And I love joy and I love being happy, but I'm also starting to find the richness in my one star days. And that's really what Burning Bright is about is radical self-acceptance where you're not trying to force yourself to be something other than where you are, because that's going to be what helps you move through that day and that experience and whatever you're physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually experiencing and needing from yourself so that you can then have the five-star day and be fully present for the five-star day. Mm -hmm. I love that. And even in those one-star days, like just asking yourself, what do I need right now? Yes. Like, how can I accept where I'm at? And what am I, you know, what am I learning through this? Amen. And, you know, I think we've, We've all, especially as women, we have been taught to really go against our natural fluidity, our natural flow. And we have been forced to follow this very masculine way of, and lifestyle and way of living and sort of productivity-based thinking and living. And that doesn't really work for the female body and for the way that we are meant to bring different elements. And I tried so hard to fit a square peg in a round hole and it caused me so much suffering. And I just now want to have, I want to be part of the revolution and the conversations about new ways of working, new ways of living, new ways of, of emoting. I want to be part of, I want to be a pioneer in that dialogue. Yes. And I'm actually watching Emily in Paris. And Me they, too. I watched it all. <laughs> and I like the whole like live to work versus work to live. Yep. And so like, what are some ways that we can check ourselves to see if our priorities are in the right place? So again, I know that this is going to sound probably pretty easy, but also incredibly challenging at the same time. I think the number one thing for people who have a full-time job 
because let's face it, you're spending most of your time during the week, probably working on how wild job. is that? Like, if we like look at that from like, yes. view, like how insane is that? We are, we literally spend more time with our, co- well, people that have nine to five jobs spend more time with their coworkers than they do with their families. Yep. And you know, I'm sure for many people, like there is a big part of me right now, having been home all day, every day with my family that I'm like, please get me out of here and get me into a workspace with colleagues, you know, and I know I'm not alone in that sentiment, but what I am aware of, and I think this is the opportunity that we all have is not because you need to change everything today, but I think the part that people have forgotten is how wildly supported we actually are by God, the universe, our spirit team. So if you can start with just opening yourself up to have a dialogue with your spiritual team and really figuring out how you communicate with spirit, with source Mm -hmm. to say like, you know, often every day, my mantra is show me the way Just show me the way it's so simple. And I try, you know, a, a control as a former type, a controlling, uh, marathoner, I am learning how beautiful life really is when I let go a lot, not a little, a lot. And I'm not letting go of my values or my beliefs or what I believe I came here to do and what I want to do, but I'm letting go of how it needs to man make manifest. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big thing for people is start my number one tip would be start by looking at your week, not like every hour of every day, but just your overall week and tune into like, how do you feel week by week? How do you gen in general? How do you feel? What could you add to your life? Not in a form of pressure, but what could you add to your life to make it feel a little bit better, a little bit softer, a little more gentle, and then start to incorporate that. Like this morning you had a bath, beautiful, you know, learning that the work will always be there and the coffee pot will always turn on even if you're not there. So you have to decide if what you're doing and what you're working on and how you're working and how you're showing up to work is working for you. Yes. So true. And I love the, what can I add, but then it's also, what can I take away? (laughs) Exactly. On that same list is like, you have to dissect like I really hate waking up to my alarm clock and doing my workout in the morning. Okay. So edit that shit. Like what would feel better to you? And then just try it. You don't, you know, I think people want to like make some sort of statement that they think is going to be bold and like in cement and not. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep 
deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Changeable. And the truth is, my God, if people can remove tattoos, like you can remove things (laughs) from your week that are no longer serving you. And that's actually one of the things I spoke about with my clients at this retreat. I actually like suggested set an alarm at 11 a.m., 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. that just says, how can I simplify this? Mm. And like, no matter what you're working on, how can you make it easier? And so often it's not, um, it's, it's, it's actually simplifying the way you're looking at it or the energy that you're bringing to it. Cause if you're bringing energy to whatever you're doing by looking at your clock and be like, Oh my God, it's getting slid. Oh my God. I'm like taking so much time on this or Ugh, like, why do I have to work? You know, it's like the thoughts that you're bringing to it is actually what's draining your energy versus the actual work. I completely agree. And I think, you know, just a lot of us want other people to tell us, <laughs> you know, what to do. We want people to tell us how to work out. We want people to tell us what to eat. We want people to tell us, you know, how to meditate, what to practice, what to wear, like all these different things. And, and the reality is I I get it. Like I love getting inspiration too, but you got to check in, you got to go be like, okay, I've seen now all the things. And now I need to sit with me and ask me what it is that is going to be supportive for me today. What's going to make me feel the most delicious. I love the word delicious. I use it for so many things. I think a song is delicious. I think food is delicious. I think my husband is delicious. You know, like I want deliciousness in my life. And some days that means that a delicious day is going to be get your fitted sports bra and the Lycra leggings on and do a cardio workout. And some days it's, you stay in those cozy sweats. You do not put a bra on and you may not even brush your teeth today for quite a while. And that's beautiful too. Mm -hmm. That's uh, yeah. Like trusting yourself and honoring yourself, no matter where you're at that day, because you know what you need more than anyone else. Yeah. And even if you make mistakes, like last night I came home and I was like, Oh, that was so great. I didn't have a tummy ache. And then like two hours later, I was like, Oh my God, my stomach hurts. And I realized, Oh, okay. I was so excited to be with friends and to be, you know, just out that I wasn't even consciously eating. I was just like gabbing away and like stuffing food in my face. And I was not present. Yeah. It's like, the it's like, it's like eating for dopamine. Yes. It's okay to eat for pleasure. If it's like within, um, 
I didn't want to say like, I don't know what the word is, but like within a like conscious or mindful, mindful eating. Yeah. And I'm totally the same way. It's like, okay, we, it's like, did I need to eat like all those nachos or could I have, I had two and been fine. (laughs) That's it is like, or like how many times have you been to a restaurant and they put the bag the thing of chips and salsa and like me and a girlfriend, we could polish off me and one person could polish off three of them. And it's like the joy of being together is why I am housing these chips and salsa. So I sat with myself and I was like, okay, I mean, I'm not going to feel guilty or bad about it. Fuck. No, fuck shame. It was more like awareness. Ah, I'm going to check in with myself the next time I'm super happy and with friends and having a delicious meal to just be like, go slow, Kelsey. You do not have to eat the way that you feel. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing too. It's like, have you ever like gone home and been like, oh damn, should have had another bowl of chips. Like, no, never. (laughs) So, um, I know it's always, it might be kind of like a bleak or negative way to look at things, but I always ask myself, am I more likely to regret doing this or not doing this? And more often than not, it's, I would, I'm going to regret doing it. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I feel like that's a really, really a beautiful awareness too, because we have to know, not have to, we get to know ourselves on all these different levels. Like, oh, okay. I could look at myself and be like, you dumbass. Like, why did you eat so much? You knew you're going to like, you knew that was too much. Or I can be like, how amazing you were having so much fun and you just ate a little too fast and a little too, a lot too much. And now you cute little thing, I'm going to just check in with you before we do that again, because I don't, you don't need to be in pain all night. That's silly. Exactly. And you're just totally speaking my language because then it's also in the morning, like that, like, Oh, why did I do that? Yes. Like, I feel like I've finally been able to release that old pattern. And now when I do feel if, if it comes up for a split second, I'll just be like, Oh yeah, this is that old pattern. No, no, no. We don't do this anymore. Like, thanks for coming. I know you're trying to just like help me out a little bit, but we don't do this anymore. (laughs) Exactly. It's just loving yourself the way you would love another human in your life. Exactly. I love this. So I want to talk about this kind of like universal anxiety a little bit more. I love what you mentioned at the beginning about acceptance and, and practicing non-judgment for, um, you know, who someone's voting for, like what their beliefs are. And I feel like that's a huge part of releasing like the self-induced anxiety and anger that we're all feeling. What other tips do you have or practices for just kind of, um, you know, feeling into where we're at and not letting it consume us. Yeah. I mean, I would really say this is where those spiritual practices come in. I just want to shout out that it's one, 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 make a wish. Bing. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like it's, for me, it's all about surrender and I'm not talking about a passive surrender. Um, I'm talking about you show up, you do what you actually can do. And you have hard conversations with people you love. If that is something that you've never done before, you, you know, you, you allow yourself to speak your truth from a place of love and a place of humility without feeling disempowered. You know, I think it's about surrendering that you've once you know that you have done what you can in the world the way that you can do it and only you can do it you know i think there's this idea that people can feel helpless or feel frustrated or feel whatever 
but it doesn't mean that you then forget or don't look at it or put it in a void and act as if it doesn't exist. But you also have to know yourself well enough to know if I'm having a one-star day, I'm not going to go out and like be a champion and stand and, you know, maybe be in a very active role in whatever it is that I am trying to help change in the world. But on my five-star day or when the opportunity presents itself, like I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to be part of making a difference. Mm -hmm. I think really having your spiritual practice though. And I, I know that that word can even be triggering for some people. So choose whatever feels right for you. But I do think we have to start talking more and more and more about people needing to go inward and to look at the world and be like, I was born to be part of this. I was not born to not participate. I was born because I'm needed and I'm part of whatever this is. So how do I want to show up in it? while also creating sustainability so that I don't burn out because that's not good either. Mm -hmm. Yes. hundred percent. One actually little practice that I did and it was like really hard because I did find I was getting a little consumed by the news for a Mm -hmm. little bit. My husband is like, he's on Twitter all the time for like cryptocurrency stuff. Mm -hmm. And like Twitter, it's just like, there's, it's just so much hate and anger going on. Yeah. Like Instagram, you know, is bad, but at least there's pretty pictures and like some outfits and stuff to look at. (laughs) Um, Twitter is just all anger and hate. And so my husband will be having dinner. He'll be like, oh, did you hear about blah, blah, like not even going to like repeat, but and I'm like, okay, can we like just not talk about this stuff? But then I was like, okay, I need to heal this inside me. So I literally, I I, okay. Cause everything that we look at is a projection of, of how we feel about ourselves and the healing that we need to do. So I was like, okay, what is it about both Donald Trump and Joe Biden that I see myself in and how can I love that part of myself and how can I like send them love and healing energy? And I did like a little ritual to do that. And it literally just diffused any of like the, the feelings that I had and it, it really helped me, um, not only in shifting my feelings around what was going on in the world, but also like inner healing work that, you know, obviously I've been doing for years, but it's never fully done. And I did some tapping on it and, you know, I did my heart chakra bowl and I don't know, like whatever it looks like for you, just finding a way to diffuse the tension that is coming up for you. Yeah. Cause you know, I think there's a way to, I think there's a way to fuel your frustration, your anger, your sadness, your grief, and make it into something and transmute it into something that is going to help. But adding more anger and rage and frustration with no like action that is oriented towards the way you want to see the world, that's just more anger and rage. And, you know, one of the things I, and it's similar to what you're saying, but one of the things I like to remember when I find, like, even just trying to watch any of the presidential debates, I was just like crawling under a blanket and getting anxious and like, you know, just so overwhelmed by just watching like the first 30 minutes. And, and again, I know I wasn't alone in that being like, how the fuck have we gotten here? This is the best we have in America. These two people, like this is the best, you know? And I watched myself go to all those places and, and I felt it and I was like in it. And then I was like, okay. And now 
what do you want to do about it, Kelsey? Like, how do you want to show up for the world with it? And I think the part that people have to remember is energy is a vibration. So if we all have anger and fear and frustration in our vibration, that is actually becoming the vibration of the world, which hello, like more disease, more like pain, more anger, more violence, more fear. But if we all do the work as you did to like shift it into a place of actual energetic awareness and space and compassion and love, not because things are acceptable and that we're not going to make change, but because that's how you want to choose to show up in the world. That Mm -hmm. to me is helpful. Yeah. And I, I I love how you're, you're phrasing it that way. Like how, like, what do we want to see in the world? Um, and it's not that you need to go on, like, if you're not necessarily wanting to go on a, like a political rant on the internet, like, you know, or that doesn't necessarily, that's not how you make a change. Like the way that you make a change is by thinking of the world that you want to see and doing whatever you need to do to implement that into your own life and to inspire others to do the same. I mean, and we have the greatest leaders to show us that. Think of Martin Luther King. He wasn't running around spreading hate. He was spreading love, you know, and we, we can learn from those incredible leaders who felt pain, who felt rage, who felt grief, who lost many, many things. But that's how we can rise together is if we're all like, this is this sucks. This is not what I came here to live. So like, let me show up in my fullness to be whatever it is that I came here to be and to share and to give and to light up in the world. Yes, because we're all here. We were all born at this time for a reason. There's a reason. Okay, love that so much. So needed. Um, Tell us about your podcast. And I also want to know like how you've seen like the conversations transition during what's going on today. Yeah, my podcast is my little baby. She's so cute. She's called Magic Vibes, Magic with a K. And that's not because my name is Kelsey. It's a K because K is the number 11. And there's this like beautiful energetic connection to that in the word. So the podcast is called Magic Vibes. It's been around for about a year and a half. Um, And it's a weekly healing podcast. It comes out every Monday and typically every single podcast, if it's a solo episode with me or I have wonderful, wonderful humans and friends, mostly they're my dear friends that are also in the wellness world and some other really super cool guests. But in every podcast, there's some form of either Reiki healing that gets sent, um, distance Reiki healing or there's a practice that's given or journal prompts or something because to me, I wanted very similar to what you're doing. I wanted to create a podcast that was going to bring activated healing into the world and people can choose to do whatever they want to with it. And certainly don't mean to like impose anything on people. It's more just, here's an invitation for a healing practice that you can bring into your week to start your week off. And if it sits well with you, come back next Monday and get the next magic one. Mm, So beautiful. I love that you're just sending the Reiki out in the airwaves. Yeah. It's like, I don't want people to have to feel any barriers to this work. You know, I think there's barriers in so many other ways in the world, um, through privilege, through money, through, you know, just so many different ways that I wanted to create something where everyone could have access to it um, and be able to receive this, this wisdom from the guests and also the healing practice. Like, oh, you don't have to wait 
to even buy a book or to download some shit or buy something like here it is right here. Just decide if you want to keep listening or not. I know. And it's free. Like that's, yeah. that's, I love that so much. Yay. Well, we'll link everyone to the podcast because I'm sure they all want it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested and I can go first. So my husband and I work together. Um, he works with me in my business and we've fallen into a little bit of a lull where we've kind of lost the fun in it. And It's not, I don't know. It's like, I can feel the shift in the energy Mm. of like, okay, I don't want to be in my masculine, you know, in like, but in this work relationship, that's kind of where it's shifted to. Um, And so we had to have like a very open conversation about it. And I certainly did get defensive at some points. And there were definitely um, moments that there were more like blame and anger than there should have been. But I also feel like, had those feelings not come up, we very simply could have gone into like a, you know, monotonous, um, you know, another like two years of doing the same thing and then reaching like a point of no return. So yes. no, it was like uncomfortable. And I just like, like having a conflict with my husband, like is like my, I just can't with it. Like I love him so much. So when there's any like discordant energy, I am just like, so like, I don't know, consumed by it. So it was like so uncomfortable. Um, but it's like, we, it was also so needed. And I think the manifestation is that we're just really aware now of how each other feel. And we're really making concerted effort to go back into more, you know, of a feminine masculine role and like how to turn it off and when to like flip back. And, um, so I'm excited for this new chapter. And I think, I think it's like, important to do like a bit of an inventory once in a while and just see how everyone's feeling and where everyone's at. And I think now there's just going to be more space, um, for me to feel into my feminine, more space for him to, I'm like, let me take some stuff off your plate and you go like, start something you want to start. Like, let's start a new chapter where it's not all about me and my business. (laughs) Like, um, but yeah, I feel like in relationships, there's chapters and seasons and I'm excited to see, uh, what's next. I love that. And I, I mean, I could share, definitely a similar story with my husband of like, we bought a very, very beautiful, very, very small, teeny tiny hotel together. Oh, Yeah, it's super exciting. And we're both like, beside ourselves with joy. It's this darling little boutique hotel in desert hot springs called Miracle Manor. Um, I'm like, I'm coming like, of course you are like 100%. I can't wait to welcome you. It's so vibey. And it's like, this energy vortex. And it's, I mean, all the whole story of how it happened is just so aligned and divinely guided that you can't, I like, I was like, we are just shepherds for this property Mm. and it's got natural hot springs. And it was, it's just, it's such a beautiful, beautiful, energetic vortex, but we also now own an actual, we've always sort of had our own businesses, but we've helped each other, but now this is together. This is us doing it. And I got so annoyed when he would, and because I love it so much and I'm so excited, but he started bringing shit up about the hotel at like 
8 p.m. at night. Yeah. And I was like, and then I'd get into it and meaning, and it was joy. It was my excitement. Yeah. And all of a sudden my anxiety is flowing because my joy is on. And I'm like, uh-huh. well, we got to, maybe we should do this. And then maybe we should do that. And then by 8 15, I was like, why the fuck did we bring this up? I yeah. want my like, I need to go into like low lights now mm-hmm. and calming energy and drink chamomile tea. Uh, so I totally get it. And it was a good awareness though for us too, because now we know we have, and I feel the same way about my husband. Um, and I was like, we have to be really conscious of that energy so that there's not energy leaks all over. And when it's family time and it's couple time, it's not about work. Yes. So I really honor that because I, I get it. And I think a lot of people at home, you know, regardless of if you work in the same business or not, that we're just all up in each other's shit right yeah, now. Totally. And I came to sort of the manifesting for me was I recently had a really, really bad um, period, a really bad like the last two months have been really intense and I was sort of down on myself and, and thinking that somehow I needed to be other than exactly where and what I was, which is never a good way to think. Um, but my, my whole energy had shifted and I was like, okay, I just really need to rest and I really need to nourish and receive, even though it's a Tuesday, you know, and everyone else is carrying on with everything. And I did. And what I realized though was when I suffer, it's usually when I haven't given myself the appropriate amount of time alone. Mm -hmm. So I know, and I've had many astrology readings confirm this, not that I need that, but it's nice affirmation. I need two hours a day of like, just with Kelsey, even if I'm on my computer or doing something, but just like no other humans around. Yes. Yes. And when I don't get that, I'm angry that I can hear the sink running and the dishes being washed when I'm trying to meditate. You know what I mean? Like, like I need space. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The times that I've yelled from my meditation room while my husband is just so like trying to put the dishes away, like trying to be a good husband. And I'm like, can you do that a little quieter? Oh, same, 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 sis. My son is like on virtual school and I'm like, can you not? Yeah. I'm trying (laughs) I just need 10 minutes to do my meditation practice. Yeah, that's life right now. Love that though. So you, you, I mean, you manifested finding new ways to have new boundaries. And that's again, in a way to look at it, if you're finding that like you're getting um, like annoyed or you're like realizing that you need, um, you know, more of something in your life, that's just an opportunity to create a new boundary and a new, it's like a new way to raise the bar for yourself. Yeah. And, you know, really giving yourself for me, at least too, it's like, I've got to give myself permission to have needs. I've got to give myself permission. And my husband's like, I don't care that you need two hours alone a day, but like, you don't say it. And then it just, and then it just becomes, and I'm like, you're totally right. And he's like, and I, cause I was like, can you just remind me when I get like this, that I need two hours alone? And he's like, that's fine. He goes, but and he's so good. He's like, to be honest, I don't think that's my responsibility. Mm. He's like, I love you. And I will, if you want me to, but like, you have to, you have to give, he was basically trying to say to me, you have to love yourself enough to show up for whatever that need is. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fucking noted. Mm -hmm. I love that. I actually heard something recently and I can't remember where 
but it was like, um, when you're bringing up a conflict, it's, it's, or not bringing it up. It's like, would you rather feel guilt or resentment? So if you, uh, if you bring it up, you might feel bad for like hurting someone's feelings or like asking for something of someone. Um, but at least that's something that you can manage is how you feel about your reaction to how you acted. Whereas if you have resentment, I mean, that's something that you need to manage as well, but that resentment is apparently like harder to shift than feeling uncomfortable having brought something up. Well, obviously guilt and resentment are things we never want to feel, but at least with, um, at least bringing it up, you're, you are in like full, um, full presence of that. And you are, you get to really manage how that comes across. Whereas if you start to resent someone (laughs) that's like, and, and like be annoyed by someone, that's a lot harder to get out of. I mean, I think that goes even into like creative endeavors as well. You yeah, know, like totally. I just decided to do it's you're the first person I'm telling this to, but Ooh. I'm in the process of developing my own app. Oh, exciting. It's so exciting. Um, but I was, as I was going through it, I was like another creative project, like, come on. Mm-hmm. And then, but I realized I, I don't want to resent like not doing this because I feel it. I feel it so viscerally Mm -hmm. and I feel a little bit guilty that I'm like trying to do it so quickly and having, and my team is doing such amazing work and I'm going to ask some of my dearest friends if they want to put content on it. And so like, there's all these other little things that are coming up as I'm in the process of developing it, but I would rather feel those things and that discomfort than feeling resentment that I never did it when I felt the intuitive hit and like spirit literally screaming at me to make this. Yes, so true. Oh, I love that. So you guys, if anyone is thinking or noodling on a little project or something, some way that you want to show up, some way that you want to, you know, heal yourself, like whatever it is, and you are not doing it, you know, that the alternative is, you know, a lot worse. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so get on it guys. Oh my gosh. This has been so amazing. Kelsey, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your light with us. We're going to link everyone to your podcast and everything, but if people are like on their phone right now and like, no, tell me now where to find you, where can they go? Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much, Darlene. Mm-hmm. Um, just find me at Kelsey J Patel is my website. It's my Instagram handle and come say hi. I love, 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 love connecting with people. So come over, give me a DM shout out to just say hello. And I would love to connect. Yay. Amazing. Thank you so much, Kelsey. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.